man cave. A sanctuary. A sacred place. A place where we can go talk about the things we want to talk about. A place where we're surrounded by our favorite teams. A place where everyone is welcome. Grab a seat and a beverage. This is the Man Cave Podcast with Dan Casper. All right, the uh, tools on stools are actually alive from their anticipated spring training. Welcome back, boys. D, Poliak, Dauber. Good to be back, Danny. Cooter's Coot. We'll use the term alive loosely. (laughs) (laughs) We got a little bit of a, what is that? uh, Is that a Kenny Kenny Chesney background at Lambeau Field there, Dauber, in your Zoom picture? Or what is that? It is not. Kenny Chesney. It was Paul McCartney. Oh, okay. Yep. Yep. Yeah, the Rolling Stones. I love those guys. Think <laughs> <laughs> they right. sing Inagata de Vida? <laughs> oh, that's you too. <laughs> you guys have a uh, blast out at Arizona? It was a good time. Yeah. I mean, who who doesn't enjoy getting up and pounding John Daly's at breakfast and not stopping until bar time? Yeah. He's pretty legit for a 21-year-old, much less a 46-year-old. Yeah, so I like how you loosely use 7 p.m. as bar time now. That was uh, that was a bar time for me, Danny. I'm not going to lie. 7, 7, 7 p.m. Friday hit me hard. Hit me wow. hard. Thank wow. you, Zipperitas. <laughs> so I full disclosure, though, I do have to say that spring training this year, the games – absolutely vanilla mm-hmm. so the the atmosphere wasn't enjoyable outside of being able to see green grass hear the ball you know hear the hit it uh it wasn't even close to the same they didn't do a very good job of like trying to ramp up entertainment or music or or anything else yeah and with such a small crowd it was really a a different experience even and the, it was like 32 degrees the first game we went to so even the pro shops were empty Yep. Yeah. Really? Wow. So, yeah, but I did get to talk shit. I did get to talk shit to Manny Machado, which was the highlight of that <laughs> night for me. That <laughs> chump. <laughs> no, the highlight. <laughs> just with that other Brewers fan at the Brewers game. Johnny Funny Guy. Yep. yep. Oh, yeah. Dad. Your boy, uh, Fernando Tatis, uh, there, D. How long is he going to be out for? He was supposed to be re-examined today, and we'll figure it out. But uh, it didn't look good when he went down with that swing, that's for sure. Yeah. So you, you saw 14 years flash before your eyes right there. <laughs> Only a couple hundred mil. Right. All right. Let's uh, – since uh, Poliak's wearing the, the perfect shirt, the R-E-L-A-X Aaron Rodgers T-shirt. You know what? I got to bust out mine too. My, Take it all up. My new Whoa. Space Jam jersey. Yeah. Oh. You like that? Is that yeah, Lola I'm Bunny? I'm proud of it. I'm proud of it. What? Is that Lola's jersey or? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's uh those are those are some pretty thick pipes you got there, Danny. Speaking of thick. <laughs> speaking of thick and space jam, did you see how they de-thickened uh Lola Bunny? Yeah, that uh, was a, I, that was a, that was one of the main intentions of that whole thing. I read that the other day. What an awful idea. They, were trying to, they, weren't, they were going to try and make her less sexual as a cartoon rabbit. 
Hmm. All right. Yeah, I, I will not watch that that Space Jam movie. I'm not doing it. Why ruin one of the greatest sports movies of all time and the best soundtrack of all time? Yep. Agreed. Can't do it. Can't do it. Uh, let's talk a little A-Raj, Aaron Rodgers, uh, with, with this one. So I got a couple of things. I, maybe a little therapy session here. But uh, So the last week... Dan, lay, lay down on our couch, Dan. Yeah, I want to. Um, Take your pants off, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Take your pants off and relax. Take yeah. your pants off. <laughs> uh, I don't... It, like, first... have. It seems like Rogers is doing a lot of media sessions, like more than lately. I know it's all Jeopardy and all that sort of stuff, but it sure seems like he's making the making the waves all over. But uh, a lot more talk now. So we're what a couple weeks away from the draft. They they being the uh, the the Packers haven't touched their his contract at all whatsoever. Even like the parts where they didn't even need his permission to do anything for, like the the roster bonus and that they didn't touch it. Mark Murphy a couple weeks ago didn't even want to talk about it uh, in in his media session with with reporters when they were talking about seventeenth game. Literally, like pretty much just said no comment to everything. Aaron has kind of been saying the same thing, you know, in the last year that he doesn't know what his future is. So, um, what's your gauge on on this whole thing, people? Because I keep going back and forth uh, on this whole thing. Like, is he going to be there? Is he not going to be there? But I feel like. If Rodgers goes out there and even if he doesn't win MVP but puts up, like, top five numbers, it's career suicide to move on from from that guy if you're, like, Brian Gutekinds or something, right? I mean, it's just I, – So I, was, wasn't was Brett Favre the runner-up for MVP in 2007? Yeah, I think it was uh, – yeah, because if Brady or hadn't gone, like, undefeated or something like that, I think he right. probably would have won it. So can I start? Yeah, Absolutely. So I'm going to play, uh, play off a Poliak shirt, but mine would say fucking relax and shut the fuck up already because it, seriously, everybody's trying to find every reason to talk about this. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it really is a non-story. They've talked, they talked about it after the season. Everybody talked about it after the season. Let it fucking play out. Mm-hmm. You know, if they're going to make any adjustments, it's probably going to be next year to the contract and they're probably playing wait and see because of the TV deal and to see what that does for the, you know, salary cap. But everybody's trying to read everything into this. And it's really fucking annoying mm-hmm. when he's going to be our quarterback this year. So let it ride. Yeah. See what he does. What do you make of, before we go to like uh Poliak and D do you, I mean, just to play devil's advocate, what do you make Don't of make like me walk away, Dan? <laughs> you you get <getting> <laughs> Get I don't know if I've ever seen you mad before there, Dauber. So you're just kind of freaking me out right now a little bit. Um, <laughs> uh, so what do you, I mean, do you take anything away from what Murphy said? Like just saying no comment all the time, or is that people I, reading I think, too much? I think, every, too? I think everybody's getting sick of it. Mm-hmm. And I think the Packers are getting sick of it. Every reporter is trying to bring it up every time. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter if they're TV or, or print online. Yeah. Everybody's trying to go there. And at some point you just got to say, stop. You know, Poliak's shirt is much more uh, politically correct than I was. <laughs> R- oh, no. E. Oh, man. <laughs> that was for the no, ladies I, I, in the audience. I, I agree with Dauber because, I mean, I look at it and, and everybody keeps pounding it. You know, sports talk all day long. That's all they talk about is Roger's contract. Well, in my mind, the way I look at it is he they haven't done anything with his contract because – 
this is their way of sort of saying, hey, Aaron, you're our guy. And it may be this coming year. It may be, you know, down, down the road a few more years. But we're not going to restructure your contract because now we don't really need to. I mean, what else are they going to go get in free agency at this point that's going to, you know, why, why rock the boat with Rodgers when I have a feeling he's going to come back. He's going to tear it up again this year. And although I did have uh, listened to Chris Sims today, and he was very adamant that this was Rodgers' last season in, in Green Bay. So he's the only person I've heard say that. And I hope he's wrong, but I think it's just the Packers saying, hey, look, Aaron, here's your money. You've done all this for us. Let's see how this year plays out. You know, I mean, if you if you get hurt, well, then, you know, here we are. We're, we're going to do some shit with your contract or trade you. But I, I think, you know, Dabra hit the nail on the head. Just calm down. It doesn't need to be a talking point every single time Aaron Rodgers steps on the screen. Anymore. That's the exact opposite of what we wanted you to do. <laughs> Oliak. Oh, yeah. I think we've hit it a bunch, but I'm not surprised. This is what we do as a sports society and as a sports culture. We, and not just the regular people like us, but the uh, talking heads, they think they have some sort of uh, an effect on what happens and what's going to happen and what doesn't happen. And it's just a load of of uh horse manure malarkey it just like dobber said it needs to play out let these guys live a little bit um you know aaron is doing a little bit of uh public interaction though, a little bit more than we're used to seeing so i think that's kind of feeding uh, he's he may be just stirring the pot just to just to mentally mess with these people which mm-hmm. is kind of funny um but yeah he i'm not worried about it he'll be there I, I, you know, like it was, it's, uh, and um, obviously these people know more than, than what I do, but like Andrew Brandt, you know, you all know who Andrew Brandt is former Packers exec. I heard him say, you don't draft a quarterback in the first round and not play him. But I mean, didn't green Bay almost do that with Aaron Rodgers? I mean, there was like, they almost traded him to, to the Raiders. Like if Favre doesn't retire in 08 and he comes back, is Rodgers even on that team? You know, or are they trading him at that point? Brian Brom, number two pick. Rich Campbell, number one pick back in the day. There's lots of examples in Green Bay where the quarterbacks drafted high didn't pan out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I don't think uh, I don't think you can use Jordan Love being drafted as a guarantee that that Rodgers is going to be gone and he's going to replace him. Yeah, you know, if we can catch lightning in a bottle and have the third quarterback be a HOF, great. Mm-hmm. You know, but. Right now, there's no indication that that's the case. So, what do you think? What do you think uh, Love's like trade value would even be right now? Because he hasn't seen the field. Everything you hear kind of out of camp is that he's he's not getting it. Yeah. I mean, he he doesn't have the accuracy. He doesn't have the, the, the smarts for it. So, I mean, right now they're just sort of stuck. Because even if they did try and make a play to say, "All right, well, Aaron, here's the future. We're going to try and get rid of him." Like the Patriots got rid of Garoppolo. Here, you're our guy for the next few years. What do they even get for him? I think they what James, they want James is White. they want to. Oh, go ahead, pull that. James White. <laughs> I think I think you said like Jimmy G. Like you know Jimmy G. Played a couple games in the regular season, played well, which boosted his stock a little bit. Right now, I think if Green Bay's like, all right, we're going to trade him, 
I think that that value goes down because people are like, okay, wait, 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 what do you guys know that we don't know, you know, within a year? I mean, you traded right. first round to get him and now you want to move on. It's It's got to be more than Rodgers playing MVP. I feel like they want preseason games to showcase that, you know, something and have tape on him. And then, you know, if it gets to that point, I mean, hell, they, they would have, they have four more years of Jordan Love control, really. Right. You know, four more years. And who knows what the hell Aaron's going to do in four years? You know, he could say that he's going to play in seven years or, or seven more years or something like that. Fact is that they controlled Jordan Love for four more years without his permission. And you look at some of these teams, Chicago, that are so desperate for quarterbacks, you know, they're, they're bringing in Andy Dalton and all this, all this crap. And, you know, at, at, at one point too, if it does pan out, I mean, it, it's a good investment in green Bay to cover themselves and then they can address it in, in four years. I just, I'm getting annoyed with people like thinking that it's got to, it's going to happen right away. I mean, it, it'd be different if this wasn't a Super Bowl caliber team. Yeah. And then you move on from the guy. But I mean, two NFC Championship games in a row, and you're bringing in all these guys back. It it doesn't make sense. It's career suicide for me. Yeah, agreed. He'll be there. Yeah. Dan, how'd you feel about the Packers bringing back uh, Kevin King? Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Pop up on a bar stool, Dan. Tell us what you think. <laughs> I'm good with it if he's not the number two. Uh, you can't make any, I mean, you can't be good with the rest of your moves. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I feel like you need, and it's not because of the NFC championship game. It's not solely on that. You, you look at the bigger picture. My biggest thing is accountability, be on the field. You, you gotta be on the field and they need more depth at that position. I'm fine with it. If he's, if the, if they still address it in a draft or whatever, but if you're counting on him to be your number two guy, well, then you still got work to do because what if he's not out on that field? Josh Jackson can't even get activated. Yeah, and he's proven he's not going to be on the field. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's just made a glass, unfortunately. And I like his – I mean, he's a six-foot-three corner who runs a four-three four-four-forty. apparently. I mean, he's got these physical attributes that are like – that would be awesome in a corner in today's NFL. But if he can't stay that? out on the field <laughs> – What'd you say? Does he know that? Does he know that he runs a four three four four? Somebody should tell him. Yeah, Probably. not at one time he doesn't though. Yeah. So I yeah, I I'm fine with it. I get, you know, it's only one million this year, but you know, I think it's funny how I think the Saints started this, Mickey Loomis, the whole new contract thing of avoidable years now. They did it with Taysom Hill. You yep. know, they, the, these loopholes in that where Kevin King had like what a four year deal but it's voidable after, you know, one year. So the cap yep. hit's going to be 3 million in debt after one year. It's yeah, it's kind of a joke. We're going to see you in the shower with a beard. You know, we do. Yeah. Did you like that? I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> that didn't get a lot of traction. I don't know why. It's because you didn't show because... your wiener, Dan. Because you didn't pan down. <laughs> Dan, please don't pan down. Uh, no, trust me, I won't. I won't. Don't have to worry about that. So eyes are up here, Dan. <laughs> we got a few more minutes. What else do you guys want to talk about? How about Orlando Arcia? Yeah, he got traded. What do you think about that? I'm a little sad. I, I kind of liked Orlando Arcia. Just the way he uh he had some swagger to him out at short. Granted, he wasn't the most consistent hitter or anything, but he was just kind of fun to, especially on, on the field on defense. He was 
just a fun guy to watch. The guy would just made some incredible plays. I was kind of looking forward to him and Wong turning some double plays, but uh, I guess we'll have to see what Arias can do. And so training in spring training was absolutely flashing the leather. So is this a sign that they think he's closer? I don't think they're going to bring him up until after the super two or whatever that is that I bet none of these like Garrett Mitchell and Bryce yeah. and all those guys, they'll be, unfortunately they can't just bring those guys up. It sucks, mm -hmm. but. That was I a guess. talk like with Keston a couple years ago, right? When everybody wanted yeah. him up and then, you know, it, wait until May. Yeah. He should probably still be down there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's your boy. <laughs> he's not right now he's what's going on with the offense they left it in arizona <laughs> maybe garrett mitchell needs to play for him yeah that dude looks like he's a, he can play yeah. maybe maybe andy haynes needs to just reevaluate his uh hitting drills that he's doing in practice yeah I, I, I was surprised at the timing. I mean, they said like Garcia was on a trade block going back to last year, but all of a sudden now it like happened. I don't know. Like what was the, was there something or just, you know, I don't know. It just seemed like the timing was weird. So what do you guys know about the two relievers? One is the number 12 brave prospect. Uh, I don't know which one that is. One of them is the number, their number 12 prospect. So was that out of 12 big, <laughs> They said uh, he's big league ready. Um, one of them is coming back from Tommy John surgery and played 2018, 2019, and 2020. The other one is, yeah, he's like their number 12 prospect coming off of Tommy John and is like showing signs of being big league ready. So, Trying to, Was that the guy that had like a two-point-something ERA last year? I think so. I'm trying to find what it was. So, so have they said anything about who's uh, jumping on the big league roster or the 40 man, or are they going to assign one of the minor leaguers? They got Boxberger back up. Hmm, man. Another pitcher. JP's nah. playing well, though. Fire yeah. JP is absolutely great to see. You. And I hope Zimmerman makes a, makes the comeback too. Mm -hmm. He's lucky he through the. He's lucky he played at River Falls when he did because we used to shell those guys. He never pitched against me. <laughs> <laughs> the Prescott. Uh, what is the Prescott mascot? Cardinals. We were a dynasty. Sounds like it. You hear that, JP? You know, JP's a friend of the program, so you know. Serve it up. Well, Serve I think we should get Foliak to stand in, in on the plate at the plate, and JP fires. Yes. Yeah, I'll take some hack. Absolutely. Do you want me to text JP right now and see if he'll yeah. hop on a podcast episode? Absolutely. And I'd, rather I think, get him, uh, I'd rather get him in a batting cage, but yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And if JP can't pitch because he's uh, in season, we'll get C-bomb to do it in his place. Shit. <laughs> Did you hear that too a few weeks ago? No, no. what's that? Oh, you did it? Okay. Yeah, he, he proclaimed that he could get into a cage. I can't remember what the thing was. Um, oh, it was like cover a wide receiver. Or like hit a ninety some mile an hour fastball from a major league pitcher, he proclaimed. I think was it like he could get like half the hits off the pitcher or something like that. Oh, so we had. I wish I had that boy's confidence. <laughs> was that underhand? 
ambitious. <laughs> I think we had uh, somebody from uh, one of the local teams challenge him after that. Didn't hear anything after that. Shocking. <laughs> Thought he'd run right out and embarrass himself. C-Bomb, C-Bomb, we need to get the UW-Eau Claire baseball team to, uh, to let you come in. We'll, uh, we'll come and watch. We'll do a live broadcast. Speaking of the UWEC baseball team, although it's a slow start for those boys, I'm glad to see that the program is back after so many years of, of uh, you know, being a member of the club team. You know, yep. It was neat to have that, you know, we didn't, you know, we paid our own way to play, which was kind of cool, but it's also cool to see uh, the varsity, you know, the program back and uh, in the WIAC and everything that's, it's been missing. They need to get back to the days of Craig Jillick and the call boys. Lighten it up. <laughs> you were on the, the club team, Polio? Yeah, I transferred from uh, Madison's, well, from Madison, played club ball down there too. So, oh, Claire Scott. Vinny Rotino. Yeah, Vinny Rotino, my boy. <laughs> Watched him take BP and just showed up with his wood bat and just started dropping bombs. And it was crazy. Speaking of which, you guys missing softball season at all? No. No. Do you... No, not since not since uh well the funny thing is that I just retired at the end of last year. So it'll be yeah. interesting to see how once once the people that I work with come in and are like, Oh yeah, we had double hitter last night or we did this, that, or I actually got onto my first Mudcats game on a Tuesday night, then I'll be like, Huh, I guess I am retired. But as of right now, no, I don't miss it. I don't miss the thing. Ooh. I was thinking about it this past weekend with the weather. I'm like, the one thing I do miss is hanging around at the ballpark, like between yeah. games. I think that's the one I miss the most. Yeah, I miss I miss the camaraderie at the ballpark with the boys. I, I miss Elmer. <laughs> what? I miss Elmer. <laughs> I miss Elmer slamming three dogs in his face with mustard and ketchup all over his face. With perfect posture on yes. a hill. <laughs> <laughs> so, what uh, what else, boys? National championship game last night. Look. Yet. God. <laughs> So Baylor legit though. Yeah, I, are. I, I was I was pulling for Gonzaga, but uh, Baylor legit. And little known fact, Gonzaga has a local connection, right? Gus Duray. Oh, Gus Duray yeah. actually went out and coached there. Mm -hmm. So you know, you had a you had a, a, a little regional attribute, but yeah, yeah Baylor so, looked so Baylor looked tough, and their defense was absolutely tough. I think yeah. they 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 came out and absolutely punched the zags in the face and they never recovered yep you guys talking are you guys talking ncaa wrestling or uh, we're talking yep. the little tykes yeah oh, basketball yeah. <laughs> NCAA I, wasn't wrestling? I wasn't watching was that a grappler was that a grappler talking yeah yep. <laughs> that's what we're missing is a little bit of a grappling angle on this show you're about, not the uh, only one to to ask about that, just so you know. Yeah. So well, uh, actually, Poliak, how about uh, Central we'll Wisconsin it. having a guy place third in in nationals down in Iowa yeah. for the high school Carter Drew? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, the Badgers uh, wrestled in the uh, trials for the Olympic trials. One of our uh, listeners is uh, Jordy Crass from Crass Train Wrestling. Ah, the Crass boys of Medford. Yep. Yeah, he's always bugging me to talk more wrestling. So, yep. 
We should bring them in. They can talk about what they're doing at their uh, their wrestling school, Crass Train. Ooh, yeah. What if uh, we brought them in and you wrestled? No. Hopefully, I, Better I didn't yeah. say I was in. I didn't say I was good. <laughs> I didn't say I was good. I just said I enjoy uh, talking about it. We should do something like that. Yep. Yeah, yeah Dan, you threw it out that you wanted to. I, no, I went to school with them. I graduated with them. They kicked my ass. So my first you know. memory of the Crass Boys was at uh, Nationals. They were wrestling. Uh, I went down there with the buddy. I wasn't involved. I was just going down to watch. But um, they were down there, and we all stayed at this hotel and just terrorized that poor whatever hotel we were at. It was it was the Crass Boys, Ben Askren, and uh, my buddy Willie Holst that were all wrestling down there in Iowa. And we stayed at this hotel and just. I'm still, uh, the scales of karma still haven't tipped back in my favor after that <laughs> weekend. So wait a minute. So the harassing hotels isn't new? That's where I learned. I learned my way of harassing <laughs> hotels from the grass boys. <laughs> so we, we walked down to, uh, to check into the hotel and Poliak walks right behind the front desk. Yeah, not worried about the COVID restrictions. Like they have masks on and plastic shields and numb nuts. Watch right behind. Hey, can I come back here? You guys missed me. What's going on? I got my vaccine. I got my vaccine. I'm good to go. <laughs> All right, that's uh, shot clock's ticking down now, boys. So uh, we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna do some uh, remote stuff coming up. We're working on some stuff, like we better. actual live stuff. All that good, you know, stuff. You guys getting? You guys getting rain where you're at? did sun's, sun's coming, coming down right now dogs and cats here i'm going to a patio for happy hour now bitches hey. your liver nice. tried, wow. your liver just tried to crawl out of your backside when you said that <laughs> out of your balloon knot <laughs> <laughs> all right boys let's uh let's call her for uh dauber d Poliak, good to catch up with you boys again. We'll do it again next week. Or, or this good to week. see you, boys. We'll get uh, we'll grab a stool, listeners. Yeah, grab a cold one. Boys. Be good, America. Thank you for listening to the latest episode of the Man Cave Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Now, if you want the music edition, you have to be subscribing on Spotify. If you don't care about the music, well, you can find us on iTunes, Google, Stitcher, even Spotify as well. And don't forget to rate the podcast, too. That way other fans or other listeners can find this podcast. Just make it a good rating. I'm Dan Casper, and that's been another episode of the Man Cave Podcast. Podcast.